You're listening to Hashtag Flash Fiction, a bite-sized podcast for bite-sized stories. I'm your host and narrator, Eric M. Hunter. Today's story comes to us from Dean Wrigley. You can find their musings at Bear Books Podcast, where you find your podcasts. The story is entitled, The Richest Man in the Graveyard. Money makes the world go round, and there is never enough of it. To be rich and to be able to live the best life must be fantastic. To be able to fulfill all your dreams and accumulate material things must make it all worthwhile. What is life without riches? I long to know. I was accumulating wealth, but nowhere near fast enough to fulfill my dreams. Every waking hour was spent in the pursuit of money. I was at a loss. My happiness depended on my wealth. I needed to clear my head to find the solution to my predicament. So I went for a walk. Wandering through a cemetery, I came upon a small circular resting place surrounded by expensive-looking gravestones. There was a bench, and I sat down, closed my eyes, and soaked up the sun for a few minutes. I opened my eyes and looked at the three headstones in front of me. I read their names and other details and wondered if they had lived successful, wealthy lives. As I was contemplating their situation, an old man walked up and sat next to me on the bench. After a minute or so, the man said to me, It looks like you've got weight of the world on your shoulders, young man. I it certainly feels that way, sir. I said. Nothing is going right for me at the moment. Life isn't turning out the way I expected it to. No matter what I do, there's never enough money. Sometimes I wonder whether life is worth living. I may as well be in the ground with those three, I said, pointing at the gravestones in front of us. No, no, no. Take it from me. You wouldn't want anything to do with these three characters. I knew them all and a worse gang of conniving, selfish reprobates it would be difficult to find, he said, as he lifted his finger towards the first gravestone and read out the name. Charles John Brewster, CJ to his friends, sports champ, quarterback, captain of the team of his teens. Headed all spades, good looks, adulation, money, Sponsors fell over themselves to sign him up. Lived life full tilt. A pretty girl on each arm. Fast cars, always with a full tank. But the high life is a sham. He would gamble on no-hopers against some very unsavory people. Blew his brains out when his creditors asked for their debts to be repaid. He pointed at the next gravestone. Eileen Judith Appletree. Preferred the name Judy. Widowed four times, making a fortune from each one. Her palace was a hive of the deviousness and disloyalty, with her as the queen bee at the center of it all. Cheated her stepchildren out of their inheritance. A vile debauched heron who thought nothing of blowing thousands of dollars on blackjack, vodka, and cocaine. 
They found her body washed up on the sandbank, right over in the river. They say she threw herself off the Brooklyn Bridge after being conned by some young stud. I don't buy that. She made too many enemies for murder to be ignored. His trembling finger moved along to the third and final grave. Emerson Wolfgang Schultz. And meteorotic rise up the ranks in the NYPD. <laughs> as corrupt as they come. Fingers and so many criminal pies you wouldn't believe it. Gambling, drug running, prostitution, people smuggling, you name it. He did it. The feds finally caught up with him and put him in the slammer. But he was a target for all the birds he'd put there himself. And eventually, they got him, even though he was in solitary. Money didn't do any of them any good. Their lives were full of hate and deceit. And their riches couldn't save them from their final resting places. I know we shouldn't speak ill of the dead, but there are no good words to be said about these three. There's no road to the promised land by waiting to be the richest man of the graveyard, he ended. His soliloquy was interrupted by the excited voices of two small children. Granddad! I heard them explain as they rushed towards him, arms outstretched. Sam, Papi, rejoined the man as they reached his side, and the little girl held a buttercup under his chin. Two women and a dog on a leash brought up the rear of this new contingent. Here you are, sighed the elder of the two women. We've been looking for you. Well, you found me now, said the old gentleman. I've been passing time sitting here talking with this young man. Oh, I hope my husband wasn't disturbing you, said his wife. Oh, not at all, I said. He's been telling me about these three people he knew, pointing at the gravestones in front of us. The women looked at the gravestones and shook their head. Oh, Alan, explained the wife. You've been telling stories again? I'm sorry. You don't want to believe a word he says. He wouldn't know the people in those graves from Adam. I sat there dumbfounded. The old man looked at me with a wry smile on his face and a twinkle in his eye. <laughs> Looks like I should be going. Nice to meet you, young man, he said as he arose from the bench and walked away with his family. I sat there a few minutes contemplating what he had said, and it made me wonder just who exactly was the richest man in the graveyard. I turned my head and looked at the family group in the distance. The husband, hand in hand with his wife, the daughter, her arm linked through her father's while the grandchildren ran and skipped around picking at daisies. And amongst the wealth of love, the laughter and happiness, I think I saw him. What are your thoughts on the story? You can send me a message on Twitter at FlashFiction4 or you can actually leave a voice message right in your Anchor app. If you would like your flash fiction to be considered for this podcast, you can email it to me at hello at ericmhunter.net or just tag me on Twitter. And until next time.